Hobbians hopping your Tardises. You're listening to Doctor Huh? Huh? Hey, why huh? the Doctor eat Claire's important leaf? <laughs> I didn't realize the Doctor uh, was a herbivore who eats roughage. <laughs> I thought he ate fish fingers and custard. Well, uh, anyone from my generation knows that nothing looks more delicious than the tree stars from the Land Before Time. Mm, I don't know what that's... Oh, no, you're too is. young! Oh, no! Uh, I'm Jordan, and I'm made of win. I'm your clever clicker, Sam. I love... I just saw they put... I just saw Clever Clicker was on sale on Steam. You have to... You <laughs> oh, click shit, it is? Hold on. Every gotcha. click you get, you get one epic, ten 100 epics. 100 IQ. <laughs> One every and one every IQ. When you get a hundred IQ, you could spend your IQ on uh, hacking skills, which automatically clicks once per second. Okay, and this, then, I mean this sounds like a great game. It's it's a totally original concept I've came up with. I'm into it. By the way, I always forget if we say if this is a this is a Doctor Who podcast where we watch Doctor Who in random order. Oh, that's what we're doing. I always feel like we should say that in case somebody didn't know. That and was I'm the gimmick. Sam. And I'm Jordan. And uh, this week we're talking about episode six of series seven, The Bells of St. John, uh, or as it looks like in our spreadsheet, uh, episode se- uh, series seven, episode six, The Bells of St. John, Cole McCarthy. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah, that's, that's still all I can think about. It's a running not joke. Really a, not really a Bells of St. John. I was waiting, I was like there, like, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Bells of St. John. I have my Bells of St. John t-shirt on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. sitting at my uh, couch with two Bells of St. John pennants mm-hmm. that I was waving around, like, mm-hmm, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, Bells! Mm-hmm. And then I finished the episode and I was like, damn, where were they? I feel like they really, uh... They really, <laughs> I'm trying not to say blew their load. They really, um, they really shot, shot their, their wad, wad <laughs> on the bells of St. John very, very quickly. Yeah, it was not to the really point that bells, I feel like that's not what, not the, what the title e- of the episode should be. Yeah, I don't know why it was called that. Now, important context for our uh, listeners, uh, this is the first episode, if you're counting the character Clara Oswald, not the character Clara Oswald Oswin, or like any of the other variations, you know, the one who was in the classic Doctor Who episode, this the is death the first of the dying dead. The Clara. The if if this was like a, a Twitter account or like a Facebook or like a MySpace account or something, hers would be the real Clara Oswald. If this was a subreddit, this would be r slash true Clara Oswald. True Clara Oswald. Although um, I, get, I said first appearance. Technically, we did see her at the very end of The Snowman. Yeah. But this is like the first episode with her as companion, uh, which made me nervous. And uh, in most ways... She was like, she was like alternating back and forth between me being like, okay, Clara's fine. And then being like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, we're going to write get... it. Steven wrote it. I mean, which this is not... episode to me was more or less completely fine. It was okay. Except there for was... when it was being cringe, which it had, yeah. it had, it had a cringe quota that it met very quickly. It also had a clever quota, which it exceeded. I, <laughs> this episode's clever count was through the roof. 
It was only three, but it was really fast and really early. And and it's just something about it's just something about Clara. It's something about clever Clara and her clever, 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 clever Clara. I don't get it. Earth, the Big Apple. <laughs> I fucking knew you were gonna say that. It's literally in my notes. Yeah, but I don't always look at those. Well, then why do I bother giving you my notes? Uh, so but this time we really do see the Big Apple because Earth becomes red like a big apple. Oh no, climate change. Oh no, red change. Oh, this is the part where there's like people on their computers. I remember this now. They're yeah, like I was on their like, computers. Oh, it's a hacking montage, but it's actually just, just a people... montage of people getting on the Wi-Fi. I think this episode, like, there's something so funny about how they. It really feels like an episode written by an old man. Like, or a middle-aged Stephen man. Moffat, yeah. But yeah, the thing about he... it is that Stephen Moffat wrote this episode to justify one sentence. Do you know, yeah. do you remember which sentence? Mm-mm. No. Is it, like, aliens coming out of the Wi-Fi or something? No, it's the part where the doctor says, trapped like a fly in the world wide web. Holy shit. That's literally, he was, like, in... He was he was in the shower or something. I don't want to think about Stephen Moffat in the shower, but he's in the shower and he said, "Oh my god, I just came up with the coolest line. I need to write." write he an thought episode. of that line and wrote this episode immediately. So we get this thing where there's like a guy. There's a guy, uh, like a man on a video message, and he's like, "If you're browsing the web and you're online all the time, all the time." Yeah, this is kind of weird. See... I thought this guy would be like a character in the episode. No, but... well, it was like a reveal. He's like. If you see a Wi-Fi signal that looks like this, and you draw these like weird alien-looking characters, mm-hmm. don't click it. People's souls are being uploaded to the web, and they're dying. And then they go into the computer, and they they say, "I don't know where I am." And the reason I know this is because I was one of them, and I because don't know I where don't I know am. where I am. This is very, very Stephen. That we see. Yeah. It's it's very are you my mummy? Everyone who's trapped in the they have Wi-Fi, to say a cool scary line. They all say, "I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am." It doesn't make any sense no. because, like, why would they? It's not like there's something about it that makes them say that. It's just, like Clara. We know what how Clara talks, and she. But it's like they all get in there and they get the script that they have to say, "I don't know where <laughs> I am." Right. Like. Stephen Stephen wanted to make something really iconic. Right, here. they could have said something like, "I'm logging on." <laughs> Damn, this really is the information superhighway. I would I'm say. I'm browsing. Well, I'm browsing. Send me to Reddit. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we see like dozens, hundreds of people's faces on computer screens. That was saying, the really funny thing. That am. was the really funny thing to me. Was like. The concept, when we learn what's going on, it's like, wow, they're really, like, they're taking people and putting them in the computer. Wow, that's scary. And and not to say that, like, you know, taking one person and putting them in the computer is scary. But uh, it seems to me that the episode wants you to think they put more people in the computer than they did. They put, like, a hundred people in the computer. <laughs> they did not put that many people in the computer. Well, there's another There's another thing that's a, a classic Moffatism, which is uh, a line that sounds mysterious, intriguing, and cool, but doesn't have any, like, payoff or substance behind it, because it's the guy who's saying this warning at the beginning, he's like, if they can see you, they might choose you, and if they do... You die. In 24 hours, you're dead. For a while. Steven. Steven. 
What? What? That doesn't that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't like correlate with what happens in the show. <laughs> There's just something also about this episode. It's so funny about how many times they just say the Wi-Fi. Your soul goes if you go click the don't click the Wi-Fi. Don't go into the Wi-Fi. <laughs> don't it think just, it. Don't it just, say it. It just has like old man energy. I don't know. It just has old. <laughs> it has grandpa energy. Yeah, and I I think that is the point. Is the idea of something that is so mundane to us? What if it got blah 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 evil blah blah blah? But yeah, there is something about hearing everyone go. Don't don't get on the Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Clara, don't touch the Wi-Fi! Doctor, I'm trapped in the Wi-Fi! Exactly. See? It's weird. It's kind of, it kind of has old person energy. (laughs) We've all been trapped on the Wi-Fi. Anyways, here's my time of the episode because I'm popping huge. We're in, we're in like North England. Sorry, you're you're doing what? I'm popping huge. I'm just like fucking screaming my head off because because we're in like North Dingleton, Cumbria, Cumbria, uh, in like the in like the monastery times. Why are you times. making up a fake name? It's already called Cumbria. It's called North Cumberland, Cumberbund. No, it's and, already uh, a funny name. You don't have to make it a funny name. It's Cumbria. And I'm waving, I'm waving my pennants because this is this monk or like this this dude in old old timey robes is like. It's like the bells of Saint John are ringing, and I'm like, "Yes, yeah, this is you fucking fuck the Wi-Fi. This is this is oh, my episode." Oh, 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 oh! I before we get too into it, I need to tell you something because I was thinking because the bells stuff and the Cumbria stuff is resolved so quickly that it's like, why was it even here? Yeah, there was. Oh my a god, mini sode. There's always a mini sode. Yes. Let me, I, I didn't watch it. I did read what happens it's in it. It's so important to know that there's always got to be a mini-sode about it. So. We're going to have to, yeah. Uh, the 11th Doctor is on a playground. There's a little girl and they talk about losing things. And the Doctor says, I've lost a person. Actually, I've lost her twice. I hope I can find her again someday. And the little girl says, well, when I lose something, I go somewhere quiet to think about it. And then I remember where I left it. And then she leaves and she says, I'm Clara Oswald. That <laughs> I approved this message. So that is, <laughs> so that's, that's why he, because this is, this is, again, this is right after the snowman. There's no episode where he goes to this monastery. We don't see the doctor being sad about the fact that the epic girl he met died it's it's weird right because it feels like this is an episode that we didn't get right where he like goes to a monastery and he leaves the tardis in a cave and he tells them about the bells and you must tell me if the bells ring like none of that happens in this episode it's all just like we have to assume that it did happen before it's really good writing which Um, i mean i guess the reason it bothers me so much is that when i see Matt Smith dressed up as a 13th century monk. I'm like, I'm hooting and hollering. Yeah, I wish we got more of that. It's a good look for him. It looks way better than when he when he's wearing a stupid suit and a stupid bow tie. Did you like stupid fucking part, fez? Did you like the part, the skipping ahead a little bit, where he fucking 
takes his iconic bow tie out of a little box and you can practically hear the studio audience applaud at the sight of the bow tie. He takes his bow tie out of a little box. He brushes aside all the awards that it's won. There's it's like, like gold medals golden... attached to the bow, the bow tie. He opens the box and there's like a heavenly glow coming from it. And an this, angelic choir oh man, sings. If there's one thing about this episode that I hate, and there's a few, there's but a few. ultimately I, I did land on it being fine. Um, but man, this is, I think, one of the most let's jerk off the 11th Doctor episodes I've ever seen. I'm gonna, I'm, I, I, listen, I haven't watched the show in a long ass time, like the episodes we haven't seen. I've, I mean, we watched it for like months and I watch it every week, multiple times. But anyway, I feel like this is not the last time that we get it just, we gotta jerk off the 11th Doctor so hard. We have to so jerk much. off the 11th Doctor. It's the only way the bells of St. John are ringing. <laughs> it's time for his, it's time for his annual cummies. Doctor, I'm trapped in the Wi-Fi! I'm going to have to jerk off, Clara. <laughs> anyway, they're like, we have to meet the Mad Monk! We gotta go find him! And they, the they, they, monk. they, yeah. they ride their horses. Oh my god, I just remembered what Matt Smith was doing. Uh, they arrive in his, like, his cloister, and he is, uh, he's, he's like, get me my horse. And then we see on the table a painting of Clara, and at the bottom, oh, you love to see it, folks? It's her iconic Run, you line. clever boy, and remember. Oh. And the abbot, like, tells this other monk, the one who came to tell them the bells of St. John were ringing, he's like... That's the woman twice dead. That was her final message to the mad monk. He withdrew into this place to ponder that message. And I'm like, cool, that sounds like an interesting episode that doesn't exist. If only the doctor had noticed that woman that, like, fixed the flat tire on his funny car when he was John Pertwee. Or, like, uh... Or, like, scooped the slime up off the floor when he the was... The woman who told him to get in the TARDIS that he got into in the first... Yeah. It. He's, um, he's the smartest, he's the smartest, most galaxy-brained boy in the universe, but he well, just can't put those pieces together. Well, also, knowing that there's a prequel where he does talk to Clara Oswald... <laughs> I mean, I didn't, again, I didn't watch it. I just read the summary. It maybe, maybe he didn't find out that that was her name. Maybe, maybe it's like a, she runs away and her mom is like, come along, Clara Oswald. <laughs> I don't know. We, uh, but we then cut to, it's not in an episode, so it doesn't matter. We see a modern day Clara. Uh, she's like, she's like living with this family. I guess she's like take nannying the kids or like taking care yeah, of them in some we, way. We saw these kids in, Oh, what episode was it? it? Oh, it was it was uh, name of the doctor. Yeah, it was they were the ones she was talking, talking about, about the, the souffle. souffle. Yeah, that's right. uh, and uh, oh my god, this fucking line. Angie word. and Artie are the kids' names. Uh, 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 Lil Artie's reading a book that we'll see later. It's probably a real book, but it's you know it's one of those British books. I don't know. Well, and, uh, ooh, did you did you catch what the book was? No. So the Doctor Who Monster Compendium. So first of all, I I will say I think that this was actually made into a real book as like a promo thing. But what? I don't know. But <laughs> the author's name, you didn't catch it? It's probably like Stephen Moffat. The author's name was Amelia Williams. Oh, like Amy Williams? Ah, uh, uh, Amy this Pond. Is making, this is making me think about some things that I, I remembered. I mean, I don't remember ever hearing anything about what she does for a living. Maybe she's a children's writer. I don't know. 
And then, but, but did you, did you like the part where, where Clara says, like, she likes 11, chapter, chapter, she's oh like, my like God. chapter, what's your favorite chapter? Mine's 11. I love 11. She, she said, she's like, oh, what chapter are you on, Artie? And he says 10, and she says, ooh, 11 is the ooh, best. Ooh, I know one. a lot of people like 10. I know a lot of people really have an affinity for 10. I'm gonna uh, fuck 11. I'm horny for 11. So horny. <laughs> this is, this episode, you know, I think a lot about Clara. I, th- I think about Clara more than I think about any other companion because of how, like, mixed my feelings are about her. And mm-hmm. I think I've I've come to realize, uh, truly, that the reason I have so much complicated uh, thoughts about Clara is that uh, her relationship with the 11th Doctor is disgusting, and her relationship <laughs> with the 12th Doctor is really interesting. And I think yeah. it's just it's just that the 11th Doctor is just too horny for Clara. It's, it's really, really funny gross. that our first, our first Clara episode... Wh- oh, shit. Was, I can't remember if Robot of Sherwood or Thin Ice was our first It was encounter. Robot of Sherwood. It was Robot of Sherwood. Thin I feel Ice like we oh, met yeah. both of them in the worst way to meet both of them. Oh, both of these characters? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, Robot of Sherwood was our first episode with Clara and the Twelfth Doctor, and they both sucked in it. And and uh, But in ways that they don't usually. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Robot of Sherwood Clara is, is closest probably to Snowmen Clara. But like, I will say, I, I, I can't remember. I don't think that we hated Clara in Robot of Sherwood. I think that we hated what the doctor's relationship was. No, because remember with Clara, she was like doing cool karate stunts and she did taekwondo and then she like, uh, what, what's his name? The sheriff of Nottingham or whatever. Yeah. Uh, she like do, was doing epic at him. She was being epic, and like I, she was doing epic at him. I don't remember how much I actually minded that. I think I was me, way so. more annoyed at the doctor. Yeah, he was really. Anyway, the point is, is that uh, I I can concede that Clara does eventually become like pretty pretty okay. Not my favorite yeah, companion, I, I, but when she's, she's no a companion of Peter Capaldi and not in Robot of Sherwood, I I actually like Clara. Yeah, me too. I just think that it's that it's just the fact that Matt Smith wants to fuck her too bad. He's so horny. <laughs> Why is he so horny? This is not normal for the show. That I mean, like sometimes it happens, but I feel like normally the doctor isn't like pining over this girl that he met, and he's just like, I literally need to fuck. I I I can't. I gotta fuck Clara. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it's no good. Um. So she goes upstairs uh, oh, to no, make a phone call. The Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi. Yeah, because she can't get on the Wi-Fi. Uh, also, the kids leave. I think, mm. uh, or uh, the the daughter is still here. She'll appear in a second. But um, she makes this phone call, and as she's making the call, we see the alien symbols listed under the Wi-Fi settings. Uh oh! Don't do it, Clara. You don't. We won't know where you am. And the doctor is led by these monks into this cave. And there's like all these monks standing outside of it looking apprehensive as there's a ringing sound coming from inside. And inside is the TARDIS whose phone is ringing. And I will say, I did like the joke where the doctor looks at the TARDIS and sees that the phone is ringing. And he's like, huh, that's not supposed to be able to happen. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh-huh. 
He answers the phone and Clara is just like, I can't get on the Wi-Fi. Um, she doesn't know who she's calling. She doesn't know this guy. No. In, uh, in fact, uh, she said that he got, she got the number from like a lady at a shop or something. Yes. Okay. I am fascinated to know who gave her so the did doctor's Clara, number. Like, it was probably like River Song or some shit. Well, who okay. Knows? There's, it's probably River. It could be Jenny. Who? Jenny for uh, Madavastra's wife. Oh yeah, her wife. I'll have I met, you know. I met the what? 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 Wife? Hmm. I um, thought that I thought that Madame Vastra would have a husband, but boy, was I proven wrong. I would like it though if we find out that like after the Fifth Doctor era, his companion Tegan like retires and works at a computer shop or something, or it's Christina D'Souza, Lady. Christina I met this D'Souza, incredibly, me. incredibly wide man at the shop, <laughs> and he he told me the laser monkeys had gotten out, and then he gave me this number to call. Uh, yeah, I I cannot imagine. Well, I guess I can, I, I can only imagine who gave her the doctor's phone Right, number. because she like nods, she, there's a, it's not, it's not like a cosmic coincidence because the lady at the shop said it was the best help in the universe. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah, it must have been like Jenny or someone like this. It is pretty funny though purpose. that all the monks standing outside of the TARDIS, like, oh, the bells of St. John, you know, and, and he picks up the was. phone and she's like, Hi, I can't get on the internet? That's pretty funny. I know who it was. Who it was, was it? the strangest thing. I've never seen a person named me before. Uh, it was Lady Me. You know what? I actually thought about that, and then I refused to write it in my notes because I object. <laughs> I, like, I know that, I know that it's never, she's never coming back because she's played by a, an actress who's too famous. She definitely will come back. You're wrong. Uh, she's definitely played by an actress who's too famous now because she's okay, on the Okay, you say, this is the third time we've seen Richard E. Grant. I don't know who Richard E. Grant is, Sam. I don't He's know. He's a famous actor. Who is he? He's the great intelligence. I know that, but who else is he that I should know about Richard E. Grant? I don't know. He's a famous British actor that I don't care about. But is he, like, old and he doesn't get a lot of parts anymore, so he had to take stoop <laughs> to this bullshit? He's a has-been. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who Richard... You, every time you're like, oh, it's Richard E. Grant. I don't know famous people. I'm looking this up. Richard E. I know he's the great intelligence. Uh, Richard E. Grant. No, he's in a ton of shit. He was in Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, the best movie ever made. He was in a series of unfortunate events 2019, the one that was pretty good. He was in... Uh, he, was he voiced in... Vex in Sackboy, A Big Adventure. None of these things sound... I, oh, what, wasn't he the guy who played, like... He played, like, uh, uh, Grimjaw on Game of Thrones? Is that him? Yes, he was Rimjaw. No, you're thinking of Dagmar Clefjaw, you fucking idiot. Dagmar Clefjaw? Dagmar Scratch on his chin, chin on Game of Thrones? Is that him? They really guy, did downplay his cleft jaw on the This show. guy does not have any, any, this is not, this is a washed up has been. I'm sorry. No, he's not. This is not, he's never done anything I've I'm heard just saying, of. I don't know why you're so sure that Maisie Williams is too big for Doctor Who. Because she was on Game of Thrones and she was an actual character, not Dagmar Clefjaw. You already know that she's in two episodes of Doctor That's Who. That's it though. She's never coming back. <laughs> Can't. Anyway, my point is the idea okay. that Lady Me, Lady Me Souza, is out there like cleaning up the doctor's messes is so fucking funny to me. 
The, maybe she did give Clara the doctor's number for some reason. <laughs> Who can fucking say? Now, in the, that picture that we saw that she was in the background smirking at the camera, that was her about to run over to Clara and give her the doctor's phone number. Oh, do you like, do you like misogyny, Stephen Moffat misogyny? Because no. the doctor is just, like, completely baffled that this woman, who he doesn't, I don't think he realizes it's Clara, but she, he, he, the bells of St. John start ringing, and he's like, oh my god, I have to go into my TARDIS. He gets a call, hey, can you help me get on the Wi-Fi? Uh, and he's talking, and like, you know, and one of the monks is like, is it an evil spirit? And then the other one, uh, uh, played by that one, like, old school comedian that the memes are always doing, he's like, no, it's a woman, what's the difference? Oh, my wife, she's always trying to help me get on the Wi-Fi. Rodney Dangerfield? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know that, you know that the picture of the, the, like, the, the old, old school, like, comedian on the stage, and he's like, oh, my wife, she blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that's Rodney Dangerfield. Well, then it's Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel, I feel like you and I, since our last recording, have become about 15 years different in age. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, 15 times stupider. <laughs> no, that's just you. <laughs> it's just like the, every time we talk about, like, pop culture, celebrities, or famous people, our listeners are just, like, fucking dying. <laughs> just killing themselves in, in, in shame. Well, speaking of shame, uh, this is the part of the episode where I started throwing tomatoes at my computer monitor. This is such... I mean, I was going to say this is Stephen Moffat bullshit, but this is, like, uh, this is... Something that happens in, 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 uh, in Ninth Doctor, where it's like there's a special phrase, bad mm-hmm. wolf, run you, okay, but this but one this is one so is much so, worse. It's so, so yeah, bad. The, the girl, the daughter, Angie, is about to leave to go, like, hang out with her friends or whatever. And Clara is like, oh, Angie, can you give me the Wi-Fi password before you go? And she goes, yeah, it's R-Y-C-B-A-R-1-2-3. And I, I wrote that down in my notes because I was like, there's no way that Stephen Moffat would throw this in if it wasn't going to be super important later in the episode. And, well, it's, you know, having immediately the, having the context for this makes it so much funnier because, like, you would think, cause in the other, in the other times we've seen Clara, you know, the idea that she's like saying all these lines, like, the Clara Oswin Oswald that we met in the snowman, uh, spit, uh, is, uh, is like now Clara, future Clara in the doctor's time stream, like trying to give him little hints and nods. This uh-huh. is the original Clara. Why is she saying this? Why is okay. that? Because, like, that- because, because, because Clara is like, ugh. R-Y-C-B-A-R. I'm never going to remember, remember that. that. So she comes up with a mnemonic for it, which is, run, you clever boy, and like, remember. Like, that's so clearly a thing that she was going to say to the doctor at some point that it makes no sense. That It's not like, oh, the cosmic forces of the universe have compelled her to say this very special and important phrase. It's right, like, because, okay, because, okay. She doesn't because, know okay. any of this yet. She's just a person yeah, 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 yeah. but also like the first time we heard that phrase well i think i think maybe the first clara that the doctor met in daleks whatever. of manhattan or whatever yeah. might have said it but then clara oswin oswald in the snowmen says it as she's dying run you clever boy and remember and then we see in name of the doctor that clara 
regular says it before jumping into a time hole. She says, run, you clever boy, and remember me. But there's also additional context to that line that makes it less stupid when she says it in that important she moment. Says, but then you're thinking, okay. This so, is like an important thing. This is just a thing she said to the doctor. Right. She said it to the doctor it's before jumping into the time hole. That and that remembers. is why that phrase has sort of rippled throughout her timeline. It's actually lines just the Wi-Fi password. Into- but as it turns out, <laughs> the reason that she said it to the doctor was because it was the mnemonic that she came up w- with to try to remember the Wi-Fi password. It's the most important Wi-Fi password in the universe, for sure. So, wait, when when she splintered herself throughout the timeline of the doctor, did one of her also go up to Angie's Angie? dad and be like, here's your Wi-Fi password, sir. Honestly, honestly, yes. There's no other, because what does Reichbar mean? <laughs> But also, it still doesn't make any sense why that would be the phrase that she uses to to make the Wi-Fi password, like, stick in her brain. It just makes no sense. The only thing I can accept is that C would stand for clever, because that is her word. I would, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's her power the, word. Yeah, there's no way you would look. It's in the, the British phonetic alphabet. It's in, it's in Clara's phonetic alphabet. Though I guess that, like, the doctor picks it up from her because he says clever a lot when he's around her anyway uh she says that to the doctor and he goes um and then he uh oh and then clara oh my god uh, yeah he like freaks out as he thinks about previous clara's and he, he like, yells and startles her so bad that she accidentally clicks on the alien Wi-Fi and oh no. gets sucked into Wi-Fi world. <laughs> and then she says, oh, no. where I don't know where I am. I don't, I don't know, know where, where I am. am. I'm clever. But I don't know where I am. No, it doesn't happen yet. Because, yeah. So this is part of what's confusing about this episode is that I guess clicking on the alien Wi-Fi, it... I, I, we keep saying alien. It's not. It's not it's, alien. Well, it's just whatever. the letters look like Star Wars letters. Weird symbols. Yeah, we'll get to what it actually is later, and it won't make any sense. But um, she gets sucked into the Wi-Fi briefly, but not. She's not like gone. I guess she like connects to the thing that is happening. They're gonna and it can it like registers her to get her later yeah, is they're the gonna idea dispatch uh there a uh, a uh, a person will be dispatched to come collect clara the doctor is now downstairs he's come after her uh do you like the joke where here's my favorite joke and it's the best <sighs> joke and it's a good joke and i believe we said that they could make this joke once per series at max no no once no. every other when series we, yes when we watched the snowman we said that you can do this once every other series at the absolute most. How do you they feel did about it maybe three four times, times in this episode? I'm the doctor. Doctor Who. And not only does not only does they do they say it over and over again, but the doctor is like getting off on it. He yeah, like, he's, he's like, like sorry, could you just oh, ask me that one more time? Yes. And she's like, uh Doctor Who? And he oh. says Fuck. Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember how he gets her to say it a, a third time. He literally is he, like, I love this. He literally says, I never realize how much I enjoy hearing that said out loud, which like is the he, opposite of how I feel. He Like, he knows he's on a TV show, and he just likes hearing the name of his TV show. Like, holy I shit, I did like when Steven. Clara slams the door in his face. I Oh, we should say, yeah. he's in her doorway dressed as a monk and saying that he's here from tech support, which is... <laughs> That's pretty funny. I can't say uh, I'm surprised that she slams the door in his face and runs. 
Um, we then cut to mysterious building of computers and people in suits. Um, and there's like this older woman. Um, she's in charge. Her name is her name Miss is Kis- Kislet. Kislet. Um, and uh, there's a, a hacker man named Alexei. Uh, uh, who will be around, a, and then the other guy is Mr. Mahler, I think. And she's got, like, sliders on her 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 tablet that let her, like, manipulate how smart or trusting or, like, obedient her employees are. Yeah. Where she's, where they're, where they're like, she's like, I need you to do this evil thing, and the guy's like, I don't know about this, I'm not, I'm not this is, this is bad. And then she, like, cranks up obedience, and he's like, I love it, I'll do it now. Yeah, we need to address how we come into this scene, because Alexei is on this computer, and he tells Kislet, he says, Ma'am, Clara is borderline, very clever, but no computer skills, which is true for now. Uh, She says, okay, here's what we should do. Upload her anyway, meaning put her in the cloud, and give her some computer skills. He also refers to a spoonhead, and she says, excuse you, they're called servers. We'll see what those are yeah, in a bit. Yeah, the phrase spoonhead feels, it sounds like it would be a slur to me when they mm-hmm. keep saying it. I don't like it. It's like my mouth doesn't want to say it. <laughs> it's just what the fans of the band Spoon call themselves. <laughs> okay, now I don't mind saying it. <laughs> spoonhead for Do you life! Like spoon? I don't even know. I've okay. heard of the fact that there's a band called Spoon. I, I never got into Spoon, but if you have no opinion of them, then we'll move on. I prefer... F- I'll stop it. That joke isn't funny enough to make. What? I was going to say, I prefer Fork. I prefer Fork. I prefer Fork. I prefer Fork. And then I was like, that's just not a joke. That's nothing. Jesus. That's nothing. Don't worry, I'll cut that. Thank you. I think you're going to... Instead of cutting it, you're going to just loop it several times... Like each time the pitch descending, that's too much editing. You don't do that much work, but but like that's what hey. I. I'll, I'll be like, I prefer fork. I prefer fork. I prefer fork. Like that. I don't need to do that. You just did it. I could just copy paste that. <laughs> I mean, it would be pretty funny if you edited it. But anyway, uh, uh, so I I do like the part where she goes into her office and the, this other guy in a suit, Mister Mahler, is like. Oh yeah, she tells him like we should kill Alexi uh because I think that he's he's like getting to be too smart or I can't I can't remember what her reasoning is but she's like he's he's like too into it or something. We should kill him. Do it when he gets back from his vacation. I'm not a monster. One thing Moffat loves more than anything else is like funny corporate. Like he would make a killing if he was just, like, making, like, you don't have to be crazy if you work here, but it helps kind of jokes. Where, like, this is, like, the thing in Let's Kill Hitler, where it's, You don't like, have to be clever to work here. Like, this is the thing in Let's Kill Hitler, where all the people are in the, like, robo thing, and they're like, oh, happy birthday, uh, you will be incinerated in ten seconds, uh, please. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, he loves that shit. I do, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Um... They're like, oh, we're going to kill him. Well, let's wait till he uses his vacation hours. Come on. Come on. So Mahler tells Kislet that they're uploading too many people. She says some cryptic shit about our client has his needs. uh, And then she pulls out her iPad. And yeah, this is where she lowers Mahler's conscience slider, which then has the unintended effect of spiking his paranoia slider. Mm -hmm. Much like when you're trying to edit a character in Skyrim or whatever, and you turn down one slider, and then their forehead gets wide, and you say, I didn't want to do that! 
Uh, so she turns his conscience down, and I I thought this was kind of fun. Is that he notices that he's suddenly on board with it? So he's like, "Are you hacking me?" And she goes, "No, of course not." And she just slides his paranoia back down, and he's like, "Hmm, okay." <laughs> but I I also thought it was kind of interesting that she then. After he leaves, she, like, thinks about it for a sec and turns the paranoia back up a little bit. I thought that was kind of a fun touch. Uh-huh. Just a little bit. Just yeah, like, I, do, I don't want him to be too comfortable. Uh, we're back I do at, want him to suspect me a little bit. We're back at Clara's ke- Clever Casa. Um, nice. Where uh, the doctor is still, uh, uh, still bothering her. Uh, she's over, like, the house intercom. They're talking. Um... And he says that he's tech support. Uh, yeah, this is this is when he's he's. She's like, "What are you doing here? If you're the tech support guy?" And he's like, "Oh well, I I was just in the area and I was I was on my mobile phone." <laughs> Which it's a it's a kind of funny way to call the TARDIS. Yeah, I'm I gonna don't hate it. I'm gonna start categorizing the TARDIS as a kind of phone for the rest of the time we watch the show. <laughs> Thanks, Doctor. Um. Uh, so she hears a noise upstairs and she's like, oh, but everyone's supposed to be out. And then a little girl comes down the stairs and Clara says, oh, are you a friend of Angie's? And the girl says, I'm a friend of Angie's. This is another one of those classic Moffatisms, which is just like a character, like saying a weird thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, that's creepy. And she says like, oh, are you... Oh, I can't. Re- I, whatever. I stopped writing it down because I hated it's it. The, but- <laughs> the girl came off the cover of that book from earlier. Yeah. By the way, though, like we find out later because this is one of the spoonheads, and we'll find out why in a second. But we we find out later that they use active camouflage, so they they sort of psychically read your mind and find out what you will not be, like what what will not. Raise a flag in your head. This you know? doesn't what raise you a see flag. And think nothing of it. This doesn't raise a flag. A book, right? A for for a Clara, book? the thing that isn't at all suspicious is the girl from the cover of Artie's book walking down the stairs in the house. <laughs> not like outside. We see some of them later who are just like standing across. Why the street is it not from like them. Artie? Like someone who would be in this house, right? Or Angie, or who Angie, was literally who's still literally here right until there. a minute ago. What is this anyway? Uh, this is the moment that, once again, because Stephen Moffat just, he gets these ideas and he's just like, this would be good. It's like, what if a person's head spun around and then their head was, like, in hollow on the inside, like concave? And yeah, then, it's metallic and it beeps wow, and beeps. Wow, that's pretty freaky. Um, and then the doctor, who, uh, I think, I think he's still outside. She, like, locked the door. And he, he like runs into the TARDIS. He takes off his This monk is the robe. part where he fucking, the studio audience applauds as he takes his little bow tie out of a Whee! treasure chest and it plays the Zelda item. Yeah, because music. he goes, he goes, monks are not cool. And then he's like going through the clothes. Oh my god. He, like, he puts, puts on a, fez a, a coat. A he puts on a fez for a second and goes, mm, not today. Uh, also, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit lost in the, the outfits because we're jumping around, obviously. I'm assuming this is, like, the Doctor putting on his new clothes for the first time. But this time. isn't even his, like, I mean, I guess he got, this isn't even, like, his his outfit that we've seen him in later. This is, like, a transitory period between... Yeah, I don't know. But the important thing is that he pulls out a little ornate box and oh opens it up, and his stupid 
fucking bow ties. It's just so there. funny to me that this is one episode after the snowman and there was nothing in between that we're supposed to be like celebrating him getting suited up literally. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might have been a while between episodes. Uh, maybe. But it's like, why are you supposed to celebrate and congratulate the doctor for putting his bow tie back on if he was wearing it the last episode? <laughs> also, the idea yeah, that actually, the bow tie... Putting- oh, shit. Okay, no. Th- this was a while. It was over a year. Or, wait. Okay. Oh, no, no, sorry. It was it was December 2012 to March 2013. Oh, my, my God. He hasn't had that bow tie on in, in three whole months. That was late December because <laughs> it's Christmas. So it's like two and a half months. Wow. <laughs> like, come on, guys. It's just a bow tie. And then the fans are like, it's more than just a, the, 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 the bow tie of the doctor. There are people who would hear you say it's just a bow tie and, and they me. would have you killed. <laughs> anyway... Uh, the doctor, uh, he's now suited up, uh, and he goes back to the intercom because he, God, he wants, God, he wants to fuck Clara so bad. Um, mm-hmm. and he's just like, okay, I'm not a monk anymore. Uh, oh, and this is the part where he says, Clara, I'm normal. And she says, I don't know where I am. Oh, no. She's no, in she the Wi Fi. Um, he opens the door with his, his magic wand that opens every door, which is like the one thing that I accept that the, screwdriver that it could open a regular that it could open a regular door door. um that's fine he finds clara she's on the floor we should say uh, patreon.com slash potting bros on our our most recent viewing of uh we finished the android invasion he did use the screwdriver as a screwdriver and it was so good to see him use the sonic screwdriver to take some screws out of a out of a panel on the floor um and uh (laughs) and then we see that just uh, he he sonic screwdrivers at it and it turns into like a robot robot and he goes a walking pay station hoovering up data and people like he's seen this before he's seen this before everyone's everyone knows about walking yeah. pay stations uh, oh and so then do Clara you like is people? lying unconscious on the floor while an image of her is like uh, reflected in the screen do you like head. people typing super fast i love people typing super fast i don't know why Maybe we've seen, I mean, I know that literally the last episode we watched was the doctor typing fast on a keyboard, but something about the idea that the doctor is hacking to me is just like, this is like an old ass man. The doctor's an old man. I don't, I don't, I don't think the doctor and hacking the system, comp- they're not compatible in my brain. <laughs> it, does it not a little weird to see him like... I don't know. I thought it was weird. I'm not. I'm not bothered by the doctor hacking. He's hacking. Um, and I'm bothered. I, I have bigger fish to fry. And then with this character. And then uh, back in the the office, uh, the, they're like, "Oh my god, we're being hacked." They're someone's pulling. trying to reverse the upload before it completes. And then they, and they type. have a, a hacking battle. Who can he's type typing so, so fast, fast that he wins? And he unuploads Clara. <laughs> And she wakes back up, and he, uh, or she actually doesn't wake up, but she does, she gets does, her consciousness put back. He does kiss her on the head. He kisses her on the forehead, right. which is, like, totally cool to do. Yeah, he, uh, she'll, she'll like it. And uh, Mahler tells Kislet that they got a message from the hacker that says, under my protection, and then the she, doctor. And then Kislet is like, she goes to her office, and she's like... She calls it her client, the client. Hello, the client. It's the guy, the one you told the me one about. you told me about. Do now, you know, this so is... kissing someone on the forehead is normal, um, but what I think is really normal is tucking her in, into her own bed, and then he going through her He takes her, her up to her bedroom, he tucks her in, and he's like, 
He's like trying to make her room look like romantic. I feel I don't like even he's think thinking- that's what he's doing. I think he's he it, it, it gave off like I want to be your dad vibes or like doesn't I he be like, like dim the lights though? I think he's like trying to make her extra comfy because he like pours out a bu- a, bu- a box of biscuits and is like mm, what? and then he by the way he bites one of them and he just leaves. He it. takes a bite out of one and freak, puts it back, which is freak. Cool. You fucking freak. Uh, oh, he starts like going through her stuff. He finds a journal that's titled 101 this Places part, to okay. See. There were several things I was thinking about here. Number one, we see that Clara has had, she like writes, this is so funny to me, is like, Clara, age seven, cross out, eight, cross out, all the way up to 24. Like, what is this tradition, Clara? Very strange. Also, uh, she has a, the first thing in her book. I was really hoping it was going to be Sherwood Forest uh, and go full circle, but it was just a leaf. And then the doctor licks the leaf because he's, uh, he's corked up. It was just a leaf in the same way that he's wearing just, just a, a bow, bow tie. tie. Right. Her first her first wish is, where does she want to go? And she says, I want to go to Canada. <laughs> you remember what the leaf is, though, right? Not really. What is oh. the leaf? So we didn't really get into it, but they were talking about it in Name of the Doctor, because she's like, I blew into this world on a leaf. On a leaf. It was the leaf that her made her parents meet or something? Was that I'm assuming was? this is not literally the same leaf. It might be. Clara? <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess it is possible that her God, one of her parents that. was like, and this was the leaf that... What a... I don't know. What a crazy... That's like... God, what a weird... I, blew into I can't this. judge it too much without context, but I can judge the doctor for licking the licking leaf. the leaf and like looking. See, in that's his- what's okay. And we're there's more of this. We're gonna keep getting this throughout the episode. That really, really bothers me. But I know that the doctor has this connection to Clara as a broader concept of a person. Like he's. He knows that she is someone who is important to him because he keeps meeting her in different places. However, this girl has been very clear. She of doesn't like, know who he is. Don't come near me. I don't You're like freaking this. me out. Stay away. And he's like, he's like, uh oh, I got in your house. Ha ha! I saved you. Now I get to kiss you on the head. He and gives I get me to like, carry you up to your bedroom and tuck you in. Like, I get to eat a cookie and put it on a plate for you. This gave me like, and then I get to lick your stuff. This gave me like movie monster energy, where he like picked her up and he carried her to a secondary location. Like this is like he's he's some kind of ghoul or or goblin with this he's literally i cannot emphasize enough that he is going through her stuff and licking it and putting it back i've touched you in clara maybe later she might touch it and then she will have touched my spit i'll protect you and then maybe later she'll touch her mouth and it's like i kissed her through the leaf one day you'll become a weird old man and this will be better but oh my god i hate it there was another one later let me see if i can find it in my notes there was a shit i'll find it when we get there but yeah there's just this sense that the doctor feels this like ownership of clara it's so weird that he's like i get to touch her as much as i want she's mine she's she's mine i don't care what she thinks i don't care how she feels about me she's important to me i get to carry her and hug her and kiss her uh and then and then he like sets up camp outside of her house with like she oh my god this part where he's like i he's like because he's so fucking 
uh, manic now that he finally met his favorite human that he's been, like, obsessing over for however long as a monk. And he, now he's got her, and now he's all, like, hyped up, and he's like, oh, I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, I made it. This, this is the part with the quadracycle. This made me so upset. I was so yeah, unhappy. Yeah, I want to I ask you, maybe, yeah. I'm, maybe I'm being too harsh on Steven. No. Um, but this thing with the doctor protecting her from an attacker, putting her in her bed, and then, like, waiting outside and watching over her, but not trying to do anything untoward. Well, he's very polite. It felt very much like a like a white knight fantasy this to me. This is what I'm saying. Like, no, it's... It's so weird. Like, I really don't like, like this it. Like, this is this is the kind of shit that... And then later he would say, like, I didn't even try anything. And she's supposed to be like, oh, oh you're that's so, so cool thoughtful. Thanks, doctor. And there's no, yeah, like... That, this really skewed really... me out. I know, that, I know that he is literally protecting her from robots that are trying also, to steal her brain. I want to point out that, like, in, in the scope of, like, a doctor companion, you know, they have romantic feelings for each other. You know, I think the touch point that I always go back to is uh is is rose uh uh-huh. and like they were they were doctor companion for like three series or something like that or maybe two whole series and uh this is the second episode with clara in it and it's not even the same clara and like the doctor um in that episode in the snowman reminder was like clearly grieving over the pawns something happened to them he was sad that the pawns weren't with him and amy pond uh-huh. wasn't with him and he's like looking at his key like oh my, <laughs> my god we retired be? to write books for children oh, under no. a married name and then he like and then he meets this girl and she's like so epic and he's like oh and she's like it's smaller on the outside i through my twisted perspective and he's like oh they're having like a fast talking contest right like they climb a ladder and she's like don't look at my butt or do haha and then now he's, she falls on top of him and she's like what are you doing on the floor what are you doing on top of me right. well you get you get off That's, no you get off and then she dies and this is a different lady who looks like her and he's just like oh my god i need to, I, I i need this it's so gross. I hate it. Yeah, it made me really uncomfortable. Anyway, he's like manic because he met his new girlfriend that he's obsessed with since the last episode. Uh, and he's just like, oh, by the way, here's all the things I wrote down. And she's doing it. Nina's blah, blah, blah. Uh, and also, I did, I did like the, the note from Angie that he wrote down. He says, Angie's staying over at Nina's and it's completely fine and you don't have to worry like you always do. For God's sake, get off her back. I fixed the washing machine. I put together that quadricycle. And then he's like, wait a minute. Oh, you know, yeah. you know what I did like before we get to the stupid quadricycle line? Uh, because a quadricycle, for the record, is an ATV. Yeah. Or a car. <laughs> Nice quadricycle. Yeah, I was waiting for you to make the I think you should leave reference. Uh I I liked the note that he says where he's like your dad called. He ranted about the government for a while. I told him I would look into it. I don't know what I don't know Amy uh uh, uh Clara's dad, but I I'm imagining him as like an absolute crank. Yeah, he's Alex Jones. Uh there's lizard people in the uh huh uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah did you know their last sir. name Angie Angie and Artie Ike? Um, David Ike is like the reptilian. Okay, but guy. he was saying Clara's dad, not the dad from. Oh, the house. Clara's yeah, Clara Ike. Clara Ike's an Ikeswald. <laughs> uh, and then yes, this is because I fixed that quadricycle you had in the garage. Wait, there's no quadricycle. 
I invented. He's got like a. I must have invented. He's so it. like I invented the quadricycle. The famous quadricycle that we see all the time. Oh, I love the quad. I like to imagine it's just the world's most impractical bike, and it has four wheels, and it sucks shit to ride, and nobody likes it. I mean, I hear quadra anything, and I my brain goes straight to Dahirin shot, so it sounds like a pretty good idea to me. <laughs> I invented a, 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 a shipping crate that kills people. I <laughs> I invented the drink. I invented the restaurant where we lower in TV dinners from forty feet above. Clara, you and what if charge you seventy five dollars to drive pop. through the supermarket? Anyways, uh, I invented the carbon the monoxide fucking... grocery store. And the best part is, all of a sudden, an earthquake happens and Clara drops safely into her bed. Anyway, what actually happens is. Uh, he says, like, so I'm guarding you to protect you, and she's like, I'm your white knight, you are. So she goes downstairs to talk to him. It was, uh, I was, meanwhile, this episode, we do see, oh, go ahead. we do see Kislet in the, in the office is like, Alexi, do something about him. And he's like, but I don't know what to do. And she just pulls up the iPad and just pulls up his profile and slides his IQ. To I know exactly what to do. <laughs> Which, by That's- the way, Stephen, we never get, like, a plan from them. It doesn't happen. We don't know what his high IQ plan is. The high IQ plan is sending another spoonhead. I thought the high IQ plan was sending another spoonhead and then trying to crash a plane into them. But they don't want to do that! Why do they want That's not their goal! Why are they- I still don't understand, like, what their goal was or why they were after Clara. I don't know. I guess, yeah. If I'm really thinking about it, I don't know what they're It kind of feels very wild that once the doctor shows up, they're like, okay, well, we're going to keep trying to steal Clara. Anyway. Uh, because I think the idea is that they want Clara because the client has a grudge against the doctor. Yeah. Oh, and then, but, uh, and then, uh, when the doctor is talking to Clara, she's, she came down, uh, from her bedroom to meet her white knight. And, uh, and, uh, and, she says, like, oh, yeah, I live with this family, uh, and I help take care of the kids. And he's like, oh, you're an epic governess who has a funny Cockney accent sometimes. Remember that? <laughs> Your secret voice. I remember that. I Your remember. secret voice. Yeah, and he's like, you're a governess? Just like, um, oh. just like I thought. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, he says that they're in, they're, we're in a Wi-Fi soup and there's something else in here with us or something. I feel I like, know. and this is maybe not true, but I feel like everything has got to be a soup to Stephen Moffat. I'm going to soup watch. Like, I bet this dude talks about soup all the time. We're keeping an eye out for our soup moment. <laughs> He's probably said time uh, but is then like a soup this at is, some point. This is where we get the line where the doctor says, human souls trapped like flies in the world wide web. on. Yeah, I, uh, and Clara says, huh, "Sounds like Twitter, if you ask me." Hell yeah! Get and this is so stupid because the doctor is like, "Wait, Clara, you don't? I think something has happened. You something something must have increased your computer knowledge because earlier you were having trouble getting on the Wi-Fi, and you just made it. It's literally like dramatic pause." And you just made a joke about Twitter. And she's like, oh, I did make a oh joke about Twitter. Oh my god, I've heard of Twitter before. Everyone who's on Twitter is a tech genius. I've talked, I've watched a TV show that talks about Twitter in my life. Oh no. There's no way that Twitter is owned by someone you who doesn't know about how computers work. You must have been hacked. It wasn't owned by him back then. Uh, you must have been hacked. 
Oh, I was thinking, yeah, by the way. We find out that she got chucked. She got chucked. They put all that. They, they filled her brain with computer information for reasons that will never become clear. They need I don't know why know. earlier they were like, upload her and give her computer it brain. It kind of feels like every decision Kislet and Co. made in this episode was like, how do we make the doctor have the tools he needs to destroy us? <laughs> um, I was, I had two stray thoughts. They hacked her, they gave her a gun. I had two stray thoughts, uh, just, just completely unrelated. Number one, um, I really like, uh, Matt Smith on House of the Dragon. He's so much better in the, in that show than he is in this show. He's a good actor. Right, because they let him dress as a monk or something. Because they let him, like, wear armor and he looks good and he has a really shitty looking wig. Uh, but literally, it's very good. when I saw him in the monk robe, I was like, this must be why people like House of the Dragon. He wears this fucking crazy armor with this huge, like, dragon helmet. It's so funny. Anyway. What's his character's name? Damon. Damon Targaryen. Damon Targaryen. He's an uncle who really likes his niece in a way okay. that is uh, quite inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> and then the other thing I was thinking wow, about Wow, and you like that show? <laughs> it's a very good show. Um, the other thing uh, that I was thinking about is, uh, is, and this is literally no, no relation, I remember... Like when Peter Capaldi was the doctor, seeing promo art of him in his cool sunglasses. And I was uh-huh. like, and I think I heard about Sonic's sunglasses. I don't know if that's true. I might be making this up, but now I'm like on edge because I know that our last episode we watched with him ended with him going blind. So maybe he gets like cool, like blind person sunglasses that let him have powers or something. We've seen the Sonic sunglasses. Right. Were those? I'm pretty he- sure he used them to like light a candle. Does he have those because he went blind? Or is the sequence not in that order? I don't know. I'm worried. I'm pretty sure those were the Sonic sunglasses, because I have also heard of them. Okay, I'm glad that I'm not crazy and I didn't make up Sonic sunglasses. I just. I mean, I, I mean, unless we're both or, or, brain broke or, from watching this show. Or the episode after Oxygen... Nardle is just going to be like, okay, we fixed your blindness. We're all good now. And then, and then it just, it never comes up again. Anyway, back to, <laughs> back to this episode. Um, uh, yeah. So Claire's like, whoa, I know about computers and Twitter. That's ridiculous. The they must have chucked me. <laughs> uh, and then the doctor looks across the street and sees a bleeping, blooping guy and he says, uh oh. They're here. And, and then, this like, is where all the lights start turning on or off or on. This is the part where the the doctor's like flirty, horny stuff with Clara gets even worse because this is where now that he's like actually met up with her and she's not like, oh my god, this weird guy in a robe is coming at me. Now that she's like kind of trusting him a little bit. Oh, he loves by the way, there's nothing the doctor loves more than when people trust him. It's his favorite. Because thing. they shouldn't. They shouldn't. Now he starts flirting with her. Ugh. And 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 even when he's not flirting with her, because she doesn't understand what he's getting at with a lot of stuff, she assumes that he's flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And she keeps saying like, no. No, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Haha, ha, no. But it all has the tone of she's saying no, but she's saying really, it in a way that's kind of like a little Uh, yeah, this is this sucks. because because he's like, oh my god, get in my police box here, and she's like, oh my god, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Uh huh. Because and he's like, no, I'm serious, and all the lights in the city start like turning on. 
And he's like, the the Wi-Fi is switching on the people, not the people switching on the lights or something. And then the oh, and then back in scary computer building, uh, Mahler, the other guy who isn't Alexi, is like, is like, Kislet, if we we every time we do this and we have to tell people it was a riot, we can't keep doing this. They'll stop believing us. So apparently rioting that's, is That's okay, are- but I did like it better in Day of the Doctor when it was we can't keep telling people it's Darren Brown. <laughs> um and then that I, was a good joke. This was And not then a, and then an airplane starts flying towards them like a like a like a jumbo jet starts like flying directly yeah, and their by house. the way one would assume that what that means is that the pilot has been hacked to point the plane directly at him. But it turns out that the pilot has been hacked to fall asleep, and the plane just is on a perfect crash course with the doctor's face. Um, and then the doctor, like, just pulls Clara into the TARDIS, and then he says, ah, short distances are so hard, but I'm gonna do it. And then they, they TARDIS onto the plane, and then the doctor's- This was a cool shot, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, the part where, where they, they go in where and then they, they go out get in there. the TARDIS, and he, like, pushes some buttons, and then they, like, slam back out through the door, and they're on the plane. That was I thought cool. that looked pretty cool. I did like the the way that looked. And then, uh, he's like, he's, this, okay, there, no, in no reality does the Doctor not know how to fly an airplane. I'm sorry. He knows literally. That really, he pil- he's I was like, not sold he on He knows that. spaceships, but he's, like, the Earth guy. He loves Earth, and he doesn't know how to fly a plane. Bullshit. There's no way in hell that There's we will never find an episode where John Pertwee flies an airplane. John Pertwee flies a funny yellow airplane, like a little biplane, and he wears, like, a cap with goggles on it and it's god that's gonna be a good episode i I love the way oh my god with his cape fluttering in the wind like he's the red baron perfect we're gonna roll that episode i'm gonna pull it up on wikipedia and all the reviews are gonna say 10 out of 10 i loved it when he flew his little airplane (laughs) i love his little i love john pertwee's little airplane that he has (laughs) um and then they so yeah they they he managed he pulls back on the stick uh, of the airplane and he saves the day and then the pilots wake up and he they're like who are you and he says he, he's, uh, he's, oh, there's a part where he says to Clara yeah. before they save the day, he says, I'm a thousand year old alien with two hearts and I can't fly a plane. <laughs> what am I like? And then, yeah. But yeah, he manages to pull the plane up at the last second. He uh, has the button, the button in the cockpit that turns the Wi-Fi off. Was it in the, I thought, it, I thought he did that with the screwdriver. Oh, probably. You could do anything with that thing. Yeah, he turns the Wi-Fi off however he does it. The pilots wake up, and yeah, he's like, I blocked the Wi-Fi. You better get back to piloting, boys. Uh, and they run back to the TARDIS. Uh, so Kislet doesn't seem to know who the doctor is exactly. She just knows that the client wants this guy. So she's like, everyone, find that box. Track this guy down. Um the doctor explains to Clara that this is not just a space machine. It's also a time machine. Which means that you never have to wait to eat breakfast. So they go to breakfast the next morning. Um, and, uh, this is the part where they, they get out of the TARDIS and people just start clapping. Which I think is funny because it's like a, like a fun bit where it's like, where it's like, yeah, it's funny because it's like, oh, he made a police box appear. Yay, he's a magician. And, but also I just like the idea that every time the doctor appears, people start applauding. Thank you, Steve. It was really funny because, it wasn't very apparent why everyone was cheering for him. So I was like, cause I was like, wait, they can't know that he saved them from the airplane. 
But no, they're just they're just like, wow, look cool at trick. this box that just appeared out of yeah. They think he's like a busker, and then he's like putting money in his fence. And then he like he's like, oh, I'm running running inside. I gotta go get something. A perfectly normal mundane bicycle, motorcycle, bicycle, bi cycle, like not a quadricycle. It's a it's a hemi quadricycle. It's a hemi quadricycle, and he gets on it. With, they go. Oh, and then as uh, as he drives off in his motorcycle, someone like hey. snaps a picture. Yeah. Why mention the quadricycle if a lot of this episode is going to involve him on a motorcycle? It's zany! It was just a throwaway like that, line! That was an opportunity to, like, do something here where he could be like, Oh, and I, and I fixed your washing machine, and I... I had, I even had time to upgrade my motorcycle or something like that. Like, the motorcycle is in the episode. Why mention a different type of cycle that is irrelevant? It's just weird. It's just a weird show. Stephen Moffat's a weird man. Stephen Moffat's a weird writer. Uh, anyway, someone takes a picture, like a tourist, and, and, and he's on the motorcycle with Clara in the background, and then, and then and Lady Kislet. V in the background. Yeah, Lady V is doing, uh, Misuza face. You know what I like about, about this shit uh-huh. is that we keep calling her Lady Me, which is like only one character called her that. She mainly just went by the name Me, but we're like, I'm not gonna call her. That. I had a very cursed phrase, which was Lady Me Gusta. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, and they t- get a picture that Kislet is like, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. We know where they are. Um, it's playing da 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 music as they ride the TARDIS around London. Um, no, they're, they're riding around on the motorcycle. Oh yeah, sorry. I, he writing they the were mo- playing annoying music. I don't remember what it was, but I did write down that it was annoying. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they're riding the motorcycle around, uh, and as they're doing this, more people are, like, taking pictures with Migusta in the background. And Did you ever listen to the Zero to Zero episodes on the original Fantastic Four movie? I did not. There's a song that plays in that movie, and this is not the song that plays in this episode, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna sing a little bit of it, and mm-hmm. you'll, you'll confirm or deny whether this was basically what they were playing while the doctor's riding his mm-hmm. motorcycle, is it goes like, <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. It was it that, was playing Pitbull's Ocean to Ocean. <laughs> I'm the living great Gatsby. Um uh anyway, yeah, the computer people are like tracking him through people's social media posts and stuff. Uh the doctor uh he explains to to Clara why they're not taking the TARDIS. He says I don't take the TARDIS into battle because it's too powerful to fall into the wrong hands, which is why I left it in the middle of the city. It locks. It locks. I guess it's got it a does. lock on it. Uh, so Clara says, why didn't we use the time machine to go somewhere more exciting than just the next morning? And he says, well, think of it this way. We came straight here. Our pursuers had to take the long way around. So he's like, we tired them out by making, making them, them take an extra evening to search for you. I mean, I mean, imagine if you had to work an overnight shift and then you were still at work, you'd probably be a little tired. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Kislet can just turn the slider down that makes you very awake. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then we, they're at uh, breakfast, by the way. They're at like a little like, uh, pe- pe- balcony, like a patio of some cafe and, and like, the city of London. You can see like the shard 
in the background, mm-hmm. like the big skyscraper from Harry Potter. Yeah, which will be important later. <laughs> oh, wait, um, that was that was a different stupid building in London that was in a Harry Potter movie. Which one was that? That was the Gherkin, I think. Do you remember <laughs> in the Harry Potter movie when the Death Eaters did terrorism at London? Like in the real city I, of London and they made a bridge I explode? I remember that. Holy shit, those fucking movies. <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable uh, with our Harry Potter uh, references this week. Too many. So, uh, fuck J.K. Rowling, fuck yeah, Harry Potter, it yeah, sucks. Seriously. It's not good, it sucks ass. Um, <laughs> so, he's saying hacking words, and then he asks her about how she ended up with this nanny job. She says, oh, I've been looking after these kids since their mom died about a year ago. Uh, she changed the subject and announces that she has, quote, insane hacking skills now. There was a part... Uh, there was a part, uh, a thing that uh, I posted in our Discord during this scene that I saw after you watched the episode. You said, I knew this was going to be what your spoiler texted, uh, <laughs> what you wrote was me complaining about. Or was it this or was it the fucking, the, the password or the username she sets later? We'll talk oh, about it was that. the password. Oh my God. It okay. was the password. We'll, get, we'll there. get there. We'll get there. Uh, so she's got insane hacking skills now, and then she starts hacking, and she says, "Give me a coffee." She does, but she does the same thing that she does in um in the Snowman, and a little bit in Robot of Sherwood, where she's like, "Go get me a coffee, little boy. This Leave is, me this to is my the thing. work, like, you." Clara, it, it, it's very funny that I'm like, Clara started taking an af- active role in the story, and now she's annoying me. But it's just like. No, it's because she became, I, so Stephen Moffat has his iPad, he has a slider that just says epic, and he turns it all the way up at this part, like. (laughs) But that's literally what they did, they turned her hacking skills slider up, so I can't even be like, wow, Clara is so cool, this isn't an ability of hers. No. She's being so smug about it, and it's just like, you don't, this is the, this is the part where (laughs) I, I was, Clara lost me this episode, I was like, nope, she's annoying me again in the same way she did in the snowman, not as bad, not not as bad. Not as bad, but it's it doesn't still, get much worse than that. It's but. still annoying me. And then the doctor goes in to get uh to get coffee, and there's an Italian man in there, and he goes, Oh, you can't save your little friend. I'm Italian. Oh, th- wait, this is another part where she, like, rejects his apparent advances, mm-hmm. because he's like, Why are you doing a job as Victorian as nannying when you could be out there doing young people things? And she's like, let me guess, you mean doing young people things with you? And he's like, Ugh. does he say shut up? I wrote down that he tells he her to shut up. He does say shut up. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. He says it, and I love when he says it, because it's not, it, it's it's very funny, because that was just in the, uh, the what was that one called? The Forest? Not in the Forest of the Night. Oh, uh. For, wasn't it about forest? Something about a forest? Oh, the the. That he's eleven, the, yeah. Said, shut, shut up. up. That episode, he did it in one episode, but I'll never forgive him for it. Oh, you're talking about Flesh and Stone. Flesh and Stone. Okay, I thought you were saying one that we watched recently. No, no, okay. no. But just one episode. He says "shut up" in one episode a hundred times and say "I'm doing a thing" and not telling anybody what he's doing, and we'll never forgive him for it. Lauren has told me that uh, the tenth Doctor has a signature that I hadn't caught on to yet, which is the way that he says "what." I haven't Does noticed that, that either. I the things we'll have that, to keep an eye out for, I for notice, iconic what. The thing I notice about the tenth Doctor is that weird thing he does where he, where he like raises his upper lip. I kind of like it. I think it's kind of funny. You know, it's just like, uh-huh. uh, and also, you know, Alonzi 
and uh, Geronimo? Was that him? Did he do Geronimo? I don't remember. But Matt Smith's oh, catch- I, I think he might have that said Matt that Smith? Either way, Matt Smith's catchphrase is <laughs> telling people to shut up. <laughs> yeah, so he goes inside and tells this old Italian barista that he'd like two cappuccinos, please. And the Italian man goes, oh, mamma mia. You know, you can't save her. There's like this you thing where your little friend. you could see like Kislet. Excuse me, sir. Like, what do you? What did I? Did I say something wrong? Kislet like is hopping around with people at this like cafe where the waitress comes by and then she becomes evil or scary or whatever for just a second and then Sam and yeah, then who, Rebe- who gets to say this? I want to say it. I want. I watched it. it first. <laughs> I uh, this is the week I took initiative and watched it while I was at work in the break room. Uh, Can we say it in unison? <laughs> no, sure. Okay. So she's hacking and she says, okay, well, now I need a username. I got to come up with one. And then she says, Sam, Clara Oswald for, for the, the win. Oswin. Which I think this line is so funny because, first of all, it is so unbearably cringe, Steven, that it made me have a heart attack. But second of all, this is supposed to be like a, whoa, that's where we came up with Oswin. Like it's supposed to mean something because Oswin was from the last step. What is going on? Why is there a crack in space and time? What is Bad Wolf? And what, and most importantly, what is Oswin? What's going on with Clara? And it once again, doesn't make sense in this order like are you telling me that when clara split herself up in the time stream and she ended up back in victorian times and she's like i need a name for myself clara oswald for the oswin and then that was her new last <laughs> like what is steven think about these things think about is them this, please as if we had met Clara in a previous episode, a different version of Clara, and she introduced herself as, like, Cappuccino Throwaway or something. <laughs> That's my favorite Gundam character. <laughs> but, like, he's so bad at writing Wasn't that arcs. one of the Jaegers in Pacific yeah. Rim? He's such a bad writer when it comes to, like, like... like we can concede that Stephen is a good at writing sometimes because he's written some good episodes of Doctor Who. We saw one of them and it was great. He is so bad at arcs. He could not write stories that lasted longer than one episode and he should not be legally like the queen. Well, she's dead now. The king should forbid him from writing multi-episode arcs because he can't fucking do it. I don't understand like where his what happens in his brain when he has to write an episode more than like two episodes. But he's just like, he goes jelly mode. I don't understand, Steven. He doesn't think about these things. Anyway, back inside. But people love it. Do they like this? I guess they do. I mean, Sherlock was a hit. Yeah. I guess. And that was all him writing arcs. That was him writing arcs, and it was him being epic. I mean, that's. God. Uh, we love it. Back inside, uh, this is where, like, people in the cafe just keep getting jacked, uh, like, by. Kislet and they're like talking to him and mid sentence swapping around and then go back then, to normal. But then Stephen is like, you know, it would make this even more twisted, mm-hmm. and he hijacks a little girl. Damn. Wait, did he? I don't know. Did I make that up? You might have made that up. I don't remember it, but it probably happened. I didn't write it. Oh, in my and notes, on the but news, I remember it being a little girl. On the news, they're like, we if we you gotta use Wi-Fi, we can hack anyone. I'm on the news. It's probably like a real BBC newscaster, and you're supposed to go, wow. 
Doctor Who. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, that doesn't bother me. If Actually, it's true, it doesn't no, bother me. If it's not true, it doesn't bother but, me. But that makes me think about um, on the uh, the fucking Ghosts episode where they had that, that real uh, soap opera. And they're like, I can't believe she left me for a ghost. Oh, yeah. I think that was EastEnders. EastEnders. Oh, that was great. Stephen Moffat is great at making me think about better episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> um so then uh uh oh yeah uh alexi's like our webcams are being hacked by someone who is truly epic and then clara's like haha i see you and then she like goes on facebook and starts getting uh looking at all of their facebook profile uh, profile pictures to look for a match and then see if they were like i love working in the shard or whatever like (laughs) another day on the 11th floor of the shard can't wait to get that bread raising hands emoji um i checked it was it was a little girl oh man that's so fucked up twisted little girl saying we are unstoppable etc i wish that that little girl was like a dalek battle computer that would have been way cooler Um, patreon.com slash potting bros yeah, did, uh, did you mention when Clara social engineers her way into getting pictures of yeah, all of them? Yeah, she goes on Facebook, to, and then she's like, and they're li- and then uh, Mahler's like, did anyone post about working on the 11th floor, floor of the Shard? Please, nobody talk I about- I was trying to remember, it ultimately is not, like, this isn't anyone we've encountered before, uh, but- I really thought Torchwood it was- had their, like, skyscraper office in Army of the Dead. I don't know, I mean, Torchwood- at some point, Torchwood uh, pivoted from, like, expanding, rebuilding the British Empire to just, like, fucking all the hot alien babes in the world. Like, <laughs> I don't know when it happened, but it did happen at some point. They just became the Torchwood Institute for sexy, like, just getting really in there. Uh, I don't know, but this is not Torchwood because they're not horny enough. No. Uh, Do you think that so- maybe, maybe it was Jack Harkness, like, took management he took over management he's like i'm gonna run things my way and it's just like just lewd just really rude and nude and lewd anyway uh so the doctor returns yeah. to clara she's celebrating her victory she says haha i found them they're on floor 65 of the shard but then uh-oh the doctor's head turns oh, around no. that's not the real doctor that's a spoonman spoonman uh i can't believe this uh, and then she's in the computer now for real. She said, uh, uh, Kislet's like, don't worry. The doctor can't get her out now. I really, I really got her. Yeah. This is a thing. I don't remember if we addressed this earlier, but there was a thing about like, he was able to retrieve her before she was a hundred percent uploaded, but now she's a hundred percent uploaded. This so is there's no Clara, way he can get her back. Clara is trying this week to win like the opposite of a Sarah Jane award in that her one contribution to the plot is something that's not authentic to her own character. It was added to her. And then, <laughs> and then she gets pulled into the wifi for the last like 20 minutes of the episode. Uh, so she really like, Unwins. She's un Clara unwin. Ha ha he he nothing. It was kind of creepy when Mahler asks Kislet if they should pulp her. They're like, put put her in uh put her on addictinggames.com. No, she'll never what get out of there, huh? Oh, I get yeah. it. She'll be addicted. Uh mm. <laughs> Clara Oswin, the impossible girl, the only one who could ever beat the impossible quiz. <laughs> She's like, I know to save all my skips for the end, and the doctor's like, damn, wow. I know exactly where the where the general keeps his armies. 
yeah, I was trying to think if I could remember any other other answers. And then I remember that us just sitting here and listing questions from the impossible quiz is not good content. Maybe it is for some people, but not for me right now at this point in my life. No, let's go. Let's go take the impossible quiz okay. <laughs> right here, right now. <laughs> so uh, they they are going to they're not going to pulp Clara because Kislet is like, well, he can't get her back now, so there's no point keeping her as a hostage, but. Let's just hang on to her because it might be funny to see what he does. It, this will never come back to. There's bite no us. point to keeping her as a hostage, but we will keep her alive. We will make because it, then she won't die. We'll make it. We'll make ourselves a prime target for the doctor's uh, fury. Why even say that? Then just be like, should we keep her as a hostage? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the doctor is riding his epic motorcycle, and then I. Th- how does who is he even saying this to where he's like you thought this was a normal retro motorcycle from like it's it's literally just a random guy on the sidewalk who gets hacked by kislet and he says i rode this in the 2074 anti-gravity olympics (laughs) writes it right up the wall of the skyscraper this is this is such a stupid moment though he he does mention that he came in last place haha but he says uh i rode this in the 2074 anti-gravity olympics and they're like Kislet is like, haha, well, you'll never get to me. I'm on the 54th floor. And he's like, remember when I said anti-gravity? And it's like, you just, yeah. Yes, I do. Kislet, how did you miss that? He just said it. He crashes through, but, yeah. but everything is a setup for him to do an epic dunk, and it doesn't matter if the setup doesn't work as long as he gets to do the dunk. It's, <laughs> uh, it, it, we don't see him do it, but we hear, like, from Kislet's perspective, like, a crash of window breaking, and then she goes into his office, and he's in there at her desk, and he says- I like that you just called it his office. It's his office now. He's just- he took over. He's at the desk. Don't you see? And then, uh, and then he's like, put her back, put her back! Cut everyone And this is so- This is so stupid, because we're almost at the end of the episode, and it's time for a- the fakest increase of stakes of all time because she's like i can't put her back i can't separate her from the cloud there's no bringing her back now and he's like do it and she's like well i can do it (laughs) i could do it but i just don't want to but yeah he's like take her out of the cloud if you release everyone, then Clara goes back to her body and she's like, yeah, that's true. But a lot of people, this doesn't make any sense and never is really addressed. She says a lot of the people would die Well, it's because if I do that. It's because the people die after 24 hours of being in the Wi-Fi. Their bodies die. So they're already oh. dead. So they have no bodies to go back into. That's right. The guy at the very beginning of the episode did mention that. And then it never, it never came, came up, up again, again. And we never saw it happen and then to he's anyone. Like, well, and it had no relevance to the it'd episode. It'd be better than having to live on the Wi-Fi. And then she... But yeah, like, this is not even true. She's like, a lot of them would die. And it's like, no, you already killed all of those people. And then he reveals... They're, they're just, they're just like drones walking around. But what is this... Is Because, you know, we've talked before about the things that happen in the Doctor Who world and what normal people think of them. Like, this has to be another, like, army of ghosts moment where they're like, oh, yeah, the day when, like, half the population no, of Earth just dropped This dead. is what I'm telling you, is we saw, it was like a hundred people worldwide in the whole planet this happened to. They had it on the TV screens. There was not that many of them. 
There was like a hundred of them. I'm just, I'm like, there must have been more screens that we weren't seeing, but I guess it's not, because otherwise, I mean, maybe this is just another, another one of those, uh, big robot things from once upon time is like oh i just killed everyone <laughs> the doctor jody whitaker told me that earth seven billion people there's a That's lot of right, people on earth did. and there's not a lot of people in the tv screen so i just don't think she anyone did. really noticed as opposed to all the ghosts being elected parliament and like making stealing your boyfriend on eastenders and also they and then they turned into cybermen and invaded the earth <laughs> That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Anyway, um, uh, she says she's not going to do it. And then he says, I'm going to make you do it. And then he says, uh, she says, why did you come here? And he says, I didn't. He he ha ha. I'm actually. I'm still enjoying my cappuccino in the cafe. We do cut to him like calmly sipping his cappuccino with an unconscious Clara he <laughs> like, really, across the table from him. He has him. a lot of faith in this planet. And then he says like, I, I hack technology. Yeah. He says, you, you hack people. I'm a little more old-fashioned than that. I think it's really funny, by the way, that, like, her ability to hack people and, like, adjust their sliders is never really explored or explained in this episode as as being distinct from the uploading people to the Wi-Fi situation. That's, like, that is just a secondary thing she can do, and it's not really explained how she does it. Um no, not really. But anyway, uh, so the, it turns the, out the doctor in the room with her uh, in his his new office was uh, Spoonman, and uh, his head turns around. Oh my god! And then it uploads her. Did you know that Spoonhead is actually an anagram of Doctor Who? <laughs> wow, damn! Uh, he uploads her, and then in the like the the big computer room, um, we see Kislet appear on the TV, and she's like, "Put put me back! Put everyone! I don't back. know where I am. I don't, Please put me back! Put me back!" And they're like. We'd have to download the entire cloud. We can't do it. And then... uh, Okay, this is, again, they're, like, trying to raise the stakes completely falsely. Because Alexei is like, the only way to do that would be to download the entire cloud. It's not possible. And Mahler is like, it's true. There's no way to do that. We can't. And then the doctor just... the, the, The robot doctor just turns up the obedience slider and Mahler's like, put her back, listen to her. Okay, yeah, we'll do it then. And then they just they do, do it. it. And everybody wakes up in around the world. They fucking pushed the button that makes it they good. They pushed the button that makes it good. I can't yeah, forget. Everyone I fucking gets... forgot the fact that the episode just ends with them pushing a button that says make the whale not in pain anymore. And then the whale goes, thank you. And then goes faster than it ever would. What a great episode <laughs> ending. So yeah, everyone just gets back in their bodies and guess, the doctor. I guess the this people whose he... bodies already died, they just go to heaven. Yeah, they go to heaven. They, they, they meet that lady go, from that one. They episode. go to God Mountain. The doctor, this is where the doctor, this is the part that really fucking bothered me. Is he starts stroking Clara's hair? He's like hair. a movie monster. He goes, ah, pretty lady. I hate it. And it's like, oh yeah, it does. It doesn't matter that this girl doesn't know him. It doesn't matter that she has very, very consistently told him to back off. No, Touch. she's my, she's my important Clara. My forever she's my clever girl. Clara. She's the impossible. Or no, girl. not 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 his forever girl. His impossible girl. Excuse me. She's my impossible girl. Oh, I get to touch her. The one thing I get to do what I want. One good one thing I like. Unit is in this episode. Yeah, I didn't expect to see Unit, Unit shows up in the office. This part is fucking crazy, and it's like maybe the one thing about the episode that is like, wow, that was actually like kind of kind of wild. Was that like the 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 great intelligence uh, is talking to Kislet, 
And uh, he's the client. He's the client. We, we, it was Richard E. Grant all along, whoever that is. Dagmar Clefjaw from Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> That's not Dagmar Clefjaw. It's a different actor. <laughs> and then, uh, the great intelligence is like, it's time for me to reduce you. And she says, but I don't even know who I, I was before, before this. Yes, this is, I, I did, I kind of liked this because this is it's like a, it's up. sort of, it's the same thing that he did to Simeon in, uh, right. in the snowman. Oh, yeah. It's like, this did happen to he him. just found a kid, started like whispering in his ear for his whole life. And then the, the kid just became sort of a thrall to him. And yeah, she's like, but if you leave me, I don't know who I am anymore. And he, he like forces her to press the factory reset button on her iPad. All the and people, everyone in the throughout are, the yeah. office reverts to who they were before they started working here. Mahler, who has been this like very intense, severe guy in a suit is now like, what's going on? I was just here to fix the toilets. And then the unit and comes they, in and then Kislet is like, where are my mommy and daddy? Where's my mommy Are you my mommy? Remember that episode? Steven, we liked that one, Steven. Because she's been she's been a thrall to the great intelligence since she was a little girl. And yeah, you did point out to me that I don't think this is as cool as I thought it was, because yeah, they did already do this in the last episode, so actually it was less impressive to me. I didn't think that was a bad thing, though, because it was was the reveal of this is the great intelligence is doing the whole time. And I, I will say... I think part of why that worked for me, first of all, it's hilarious that I'm even thinking about all of this because I don't think that a normal viewer would have had this reaction because this is the episode directly after the snowman, but I I forgot about the great intelligence. But um, (laughs) the great intelligence has to be the most nothing villain in, in, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on this villain, but there was, there were other points of foreshadowing of this being the great intelligence the whole time. The, the active camouflage where they're like psychically taking the form of things that people expect to see in whatever context. That's why they were snowmen. Right. And also why there was an ice lady. It's also, it's why, um, it's why the great intelligence was doing this at all. Because I, I think we skipped over, but there's a part where Kislet is like, our client does not hate humanity any more than a farmer hates his livestock. He cares for them that they might nourish him, which is like, okay, yeah, that's what the great intelligence was doing. He was like eating people's thoughts. So like there's, there's consistency here. So I think when it reveals that it is him, it's like, oh shit. Of Except course. if you watch the previous so episode. Yeah. Um, also, I remember that in the day, the name of the doctor the day of the the name of the doctor, not the day of the doctor. The one that we like that one. The name of the doctor was okay, but uh, he has like an army of Slenderman or something, like top hat Slenderman. Do you remember those guys? Yeah, Wonder where they're gonna come in. Um, so uh, Kisla's baby now, uh, uh, but she's like an old. I wrote in my notes. Uh, Clara is in the TARDIS with the doctor outside of their place, mm-hmm. uh, outside of the home of whoever mm-hmm. the clever Casa. And I just wrote, so he comes back, does he? Do you know what that is? No. I didn't write down context for that line. It's and like, usually I do, and it's I don't like know the, why I did It's like in those two episodes with Bill where the doctor tells her a story time about what happened after they left. He comes back. What? I don't even know who She's said She's talking that. about Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> he's telling her about what really happened on Easter, because <laughs> he does know. Um, and then he's like, he's like, didn't you want to travel? Isn't that your dream? And she's like, well, I was staying with this family, and then uh, the mom died, so I felt like I should stay longer and return the favor. And then he's like, I read your book. I went through your things. 
I licked I your licked leaf. I licked your leaf. I want you to come with me. And she's like, but, uh, she's like. I spit in your water bottle. Yeah, my fluids are intermingling with yours, Clara. Uh, and then. <laughs> I gave you a transfusion of my blood. She's like, I can't just leave the people I care about. And he's like, well, the thing about a time machine is you can go anywhere you want and be back in time for tea. I feel like he said that line before, but maybe I made that up. Um. Maybe, but you know, this is this is very much what Clara is doing. And then she's like, with the the twelfth. Uh, yeah, doctor. but I like when she does it with the twelfth doctor. Yeah, no, I'm just saying this is sort of the this is the origin of uh-huh. that. This is the first episode that we've seen with Clara Prime. Uh, and then she's like, "Oh, you know what? I'm not saying that yes to this. Ask me again tomorrow, and then maybe I'll say yes." Um, and then. He says, "Oh my god, yes, what? they they have to they have to end it with a with a shit line because as she's leaving, he goes, "Clara, what was that leaf?" And she says, "That wasn't a leaf. That was from her one. unique perspective. <laughs> from her in her in her unique vision of the world, she sees things a little bit differently." Next time on Doctor Who, the Doctor takes Clara to a space marketplace, and there's a little girl who is a vessel of history, and there's monsters and stuff, and then the Doctor yells at a big very ball. Mu- very, like, it gave me Dune vibes to me. It was like this, like... So you like it? No. Well, um, no. You know, I feel like I feel like I was pretty sour on this episode during the discussion of it. I liked it, was it, okay. Okay it was okay at the time. The thing about our podcast format is that we're usually going to be more hung up on the stuff that provides extreme emotions and the things we really like and the things we really don't like. But altogether, the episode is fine. Doctor, bad conduct, did not like it. I think the 11th Doctor and Clara is the worst Doctor uh, companion pairing. It's gross and weird and he needs to put it away. Um Clara yes. was okay, and then she became epic at the end of it, which wasn't okay, but she was better than she was in the snowman. I didn't mind her being epic, but I I felt like her smugness about it was just well, kind of irritating. Well, that's what I'm saying, and also her epicness was not, like, of her own ability, which I think makes it even right. worse. If, if like, she was just a master hacker and she was like, now it's my time to shine, I'd be like, okay, fine. But, like, she doesn't know what a computer does, and she doesn't know what Twitter is, either. Come on. The fact that the thing that revealed that she had been given hacking skills was that she knew what Twitter was. I love that she's just like a total like Luddite where she doesn't she A she doesn't know what Twitter she do, doesn't know what Twitter is, she doesn't know how to Wi Fi, and also she like her favorite book is this book from like the nineteen twenties or whatever. Like she's just an old soul. It's not from the nineteen twenties, it was written by Amy Pond. <laughs> In, well, maybe she wrote it and then published yeah, it. Yeah, if the only 20s. Amy Pond had a way to go through time, Sam. <laughs> I guess She's, I just didn't, it didn't occur to me that she would publish her book in a time that she didn't Or it's live just in. a coincidence or a funny little Easter egg, we'll never know. It could just be a little Easter egg. Um, yeah, I, I think a lot of the time I tend to lower my rating after I give it, where like, I give it a rating and then we talk about it and I'm like, and then two weeks, and then I and like then, take it down. At least a for me bit. personally, and then weeks later I look back and I say, why the hell did I give this episode such a high score? I am gonna, a, see, I am gonna hold steady on my initial rating because I think that while I am being pretty harsh on it, there was a lot of stuff about it that I did think worked. I did like the like stuff that happened in the computer office with Kislet. I liked her with the iPad. Yeah, I thought the villains were interesting. I thought the part where they go on the airplane was pretty cool. I give it a, I give it a. Yeah, C. the airplane part was cool. I think the plot overall was was pretty solid. Yeah, it's just it's just it has Moffat disease. I give it a C plus personally. 
Oh, really? I, I'm actually going to be the lower rating for once and give it a C. C to me is like perfectly middle of the road, average. That's and, how I felt. Yeah, uh, there was some stuff, enough enough things about it that I thought were pretty good. Uh, or like pretty interesting as a whole that I was willing to, to give it a C plus, but that's just my opinion. And you know, you know that in a few weeks I'm going to look back and I'm going to go, why did I give the bells of St. John St. Clement <laughs> Moffat a, a C plus? You gave it a C plus when the doctor was being so creepy. God, he was being so, but that's like, that's like if, if we're, you loved this episode, <laughs> but it's going to be every episode with the 11th doctor and Clara. It's time for the Companion Awards, the yearly celebration of Companion Excellence. Um, is there, I mean, getting like your soul sucked out by a Wi Fi robot is not worthy of the medal of Mickey. We already, no, she definitely doesn't get a medal. She definitely doesn't get a Sarah Jane Award for Companion Initiative. I think she didn't do it of her own skill. It was they hacked her hack again. That's true, but she did, she did find herself with the tools and used them. I'm inclined to give her Sarah Jane Companion Initiative. It feels like cheating. Yeah, I know. It was cheating that she was given hacking skills. Like, is she gonna have those next episode? I I don't know. Like, I mean, if Clara starts hacking the mainframe again, like, I'll know. But I don't feel like that. But like, if, if Clara found a sword on the ground, you know, like, I would give Dan the man the companion of initiative award. Uh, what the fuck did I just say? But I would, whatever I just said, for when he started slicing up. No, uh, we have a, an award for that, Sam. That's the, that's, I know, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm saying as, a, as an analogy, as an analogy, it wasn't his sword. But I still thought it was epic that he used it to kill so he many guys. He used it to kill so many guys, but he used his own innate skills to kill all those guys. Unless, if but it was to like, me, yeah, his if montage. the doctor, but, like, said, uh, Dan the man, I gave you, uh, I point sonic screwdriver at his head, you know how to kill dudes with swords now. Is that really his own initiative and skill, or is that the doctor's meddling? But my argument for why it was her taking initiative is that the doctor was trying to stop her. He was like, no, I've got this. And she said, no, you don't. I And she took the laptop away and did it for him. Mm. I think that's initiative. I don't know what happens if we It's disagree. unearned, but it's still know, initiative. Today. I don't know what happens if we don't agree on the, like, I mean, the world's fabric shatters, but like, I don't know if she gets the award if we're split on it. So I'll just, I'll, I'll accept your argument and say, sure. She took initiative when she did the cool hacking. Um, Thank you. Did anybody eat shit in a comical way this week? Nobody got like chewed uh, up and No, burnt. I wouldn't say that anyone gets a medal nobody, of Mickey, even though billions died. Nobody got super epic killed. No Nobody stunts. Got, no I mean, stunts. the motorcycle. The doctor I, can't get companion awards. I no, listen, 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 I, listen, listen. Oh, but it was listen. a robot, yeah. I think we might have to give a Danny Pink award for six stunts to the robot that looked like the doctor for driving no, a motorcycle the, up a wall. The doctor was controlling the robot. It doesn't even count. The doctor in no capacity can win any of these awards. I'm the, not trying to give it to him. I'm trying to give it to that robot. The robot wasn't doing, the robot was just like a robot, like if you do a remote control, he's basically a remote control car that the doctor was controlling. The robot did nothing. You know what, Jordan, I'm going to actually, I'm going to, I'm going to back down on this one. I will go with you on this one because (laughs) I think that we initially gave this to Danny Pink doing a flip. A flip. And I, I don't think that I can give it to a robot for driving a motorcycle in its intended fashion. Yeah, and also the <laughs> doctor right, is right. the one controlling the motorcycle. Come on. 
You're right. You're I think right. we just, I think it's just the companion initiative award for Clara. Um, she could count her lucky stars that she has it. And that's, that's the only award this week. No gold stars. Yeah, no, no Leela Cross. No gold stars for anybody. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and now is the most exciting part of our day, which is which Oh, of our do- whole day. Yeah, my whole day is the highlight of No, my it actually day. is though. I always get excited to see what we're watching next. God, I hope it's a good one. Do I want to play? Do I want to play Donna's Gambit? No. I want to see more Peter Capaldi. I've got a problem. I've got a problem in my life, which is I like Peter Capaldi too much, and I want to see That is more. not a problem. I want to see more Peter Capaldi. I want to see more Peter Capaldi with Bill. Um, Though if it was with Clara, I wouldn't complain, because he's absolutely freaked the fuck up. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, I'm going to play a little game called Donna's Gambit. Yes! Donna's Gambit! At least one, one of us has to play Donna's Gambit. We've still we've still got a twenty almost twenty eight percent chance of a tenant episode, and which only is our like highest. a four percent chance of a Donna episode. <laughs> well, here so we go. Low. We got oh, tenant oh, series two. Oh, Ooh, oh. we are finishing Ooh. the two parter. Oh shit! This is the one where Rose ties. This is series two, episode thirteen, Doomsday. This is the one where, according to her own admission, Rose dies in this one. Man, we're just cleaning up with these two parters. Yeah, we're cleaning up Rose's corpse off the floor. Don't read the, uh, don't read the, don't read the, don't read their spoilers in here. So I'm not, careful. I'm not reading just anything. Just go down to the, go down to the reception if you care. Uh, one of the most popular episodes of it's the Revive Doctor episode. Who. It's a great episode. It's a, it's a classic. Um, um, what does this say? Wait. Oh, IGN congratulated Russell T. Davies on making an action-packed episode so emotional. What a way to phrase that. It's a good episode. Um, Not a dry eye in the universe. (laughs) Will this episode make me cry? I don't think so. But it was pretty good. Uh, It's a pretty good one. I remember this one. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be our first time watching a companion die. This is the first time that we get a companion uh, character resolution, which, as we know... This is the story of how Rose Tyler dies. Yep. But I mean, hey, how many... Let's see. Hmm? So that'll give us... Oh, we got plenty of Rose. Oh, we got so much Rose. That's like that's like it's 15, like two, it's 20 like two episodes. Seasons. Yeah, she was in it forever. Yeah, we got plenty of Rose left yeah. to enjoy. And then... and then uh, Oh, oh, wait. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. I think I'm allowed to say this. See that epi- next episode... See that next episode under Doomsday? Can you say what that episode's called? The Runaway Bride. I I think I'm allowed to say this. That has Donna in it. That's a Donna episode. Ah. So actually Donna exists a little- So I just missed. We just missed Donna. We were one away from getting a Donna. Though I don't think that episode is particularly good. I, I, I remember it not <laughs> being quite good. But it did have Donna in it. So we missed it by one. Damn. Damn it. So close. We came we one square away from the $20 million wedge on the wheel and we got, we got, well, we got like, <laughs> we got like $10,000. Good episode, apparently. And a, and a, and a, a big episode because we get to see Rose die. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it sound like we hate Rose. I like Rose. Rose no, we don't get to see Rose die. We, we have, have to, to see Rose, Rose die. die. This is our solemn duty. As, as the watchers of Doctor Who. Okay. That's fun. I, I feel lifted. I feel boosted by that. Um, man, gridlock. That was a good episode. I'm just looking at the, uh, looking at the, looking at the list. Not anymore. You're not. Not anymore. You took it down. Sorry. I like, closed it while you I was were so talking. glad I'm we got, sorry. I was so glad we got gridlocked. That was like one that 
I said gridlocked because uh, Stephen Moffat has fucked my brain up forever, and I'll never stop thinking about I am Sherlocked. What a criminal. <laughs> should not be allowed to write. Should not be allowed. Him and G- Gatiss, they should, we should have to put little, like, little cages on their hands so they can't type type words or write words anymore. Uh, uh-huh. Illegal. They should not be allowed to have ideas. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that sounds fine. Sam, uh, uh. What do we do? We have Patreon. Patreon. Uh, we do. I also, uh, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be asking for them, but we, I, we do have asks enabled on our co-host, cohost.org. And on Tumblr. Dr. You can always send us a Tumblr ask. I check you it. You can send us a Tumblr ask. I you check can, it. You can even post stuff in our Discord. We don't, we don't talk about it very much, but we do have a Discord server. Oh yeah, we have a, we have a great Discord server. Uh, it's pretty active and, uh, we're always, it's always fun to have new people in there. Uh, Go to the Dr. Huh channel to see walls of spoiler tags as people talk about tags. stuff that they can't wait for us to see. Please please be uh, an adult also if you want to join. Uh, it's one of our one of the rules as as well as uh, Hell Yeah Brother and uh, I can't remember what the other ones were. Oh, uh, be no, our two rules are Be Normal, We Love It, and Hell Yeah Brother. Hell Yeah Brother and also please, please be not a child. <laughs> You literally, in 2020, you posted in the rules channel that you need to be 18 or older if you join the server because we talk about adult concepts such as jelking. Okay, it's because it's because we had this ongoing bit where a character from The Secret Life of the American Teenager was jelking. It was a thing that we talked about a lot back then. Speaking of which, I'm on the latest extra credit talking about semen retention. Very cool. Um, uh, you can find all of our episodes on... Uh, Wait, we're on Patreon. Yeah, we we're on. Uh, we're we are on, on Patreon.com yeah, slash Potting Bros, where one dollar a month gets you a mildly special Discord role, marking you as a friend of the show. You get all of our bonus content. Like I said before, we have got our most our most recent episode uh, up where we finished the Android Invasion Fourth Doctor serial and had a good time. And there's wrestling in it. Five dollars gets you a pretty special Discord role where you are marked as a companion of the show. Sorry, I now I have it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> you get a shout-out in the podcast, and you can send us a message that will read in one of our funny voices. $10 gets you all that, plus an incredibly special Discord role, marking you as an honorary member of House Misusa. You get all those other things, and you can listen to the podcast live while we record it, which is very inconsistent right now again. <laughs> but also, we will clap for you when we shout you out. Thank you to our 5 and $10 subscribers. Cassidy, JCH, Roy, Stephanie Bolding, Stephanie Karen, and House Me Souza, Destry Hawk, H-Cabe, and Sauceworks. We're so Thank close, to, we're very, so very close to Doctor Who movie. We're so close. I want to watch that uh, movie. We have a uh, We have a message. Oh, yeah? This is from Chai. Thank you, Chai. Uh, this is for you. Okay. <laughs> Xfoliate! 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 Just a, a relaxing little... day at the Dalek Spa. At the Spalek. No, that's Spalek. No. That sounds like a different alien. Yeah. There probably are Spaleks. On Spyalon 9. Oh, we want to go to Spyalon 9 and see how they can, like, give massages with that little plunger. Do you think that they've got, instead of the little plunger, they just have, like, a little, like, loofah or something? <laughs> a loofah. A loofah. For, for like, a massage? Like a massage loofah? No, to exfoliate. Oh, okay. Yeah, they have, like, a <laughs> pumice stone. Yeah, is a loofah an exfoliating thing? I, I don't think know. it's just, like, a sponge. I'm googling loofah. I'm pretty sure loofahs, I'm pretty sure loofahs are plants. 
No, you, yeah, you use a, you, you use a loofah to okay. exfoliate. Did you know that loofahs are plants? Uh, I knew it now. Yeah, there, there's plants. I mean, like, the concept of a loofah is not just a plant, but a loofah is a plant that is used as a scrubbing sponge. The fully developed fruit of the loofah is a, is the source of the scrubbing sponge. Isn't that weird? What? Isn't that weird that you can just grow sponge? What the hell? Uh, that you can just grow a sponge? Pretty weird. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't do it. You, anyway, social is I'm, uh, Kiwami Breakfast on Tumblr. I'm not on Twitter anymore because it's, it's cringe. Uh, so I'm on Tumblr and I don't even know what Twitter is anymore. Uh, you also, <laughs> also follow us I on. I know what Twitter is. <gasps> follow us on. On uh, on Tumblr uh, at uh, com. I'm on co-host at Positive Stress, and you can listen to my other podcast, Sounds About Light, where we have just started Kingdom Hearts Recoded, although I think that this episode will go up before that one does. Nice! Um, we're on the Noise Space Podcast Network. A lot, ah. of, a lot of great podcasts on Noise Space. Check out... Pot of Greed and Wowcool Robot about Yu-Gi-Oh! and Gundam, respectively. Check out... Check out this guy. Check out Zero to Zero... Oh yeah, that one's about people's OCs. Check out Zero to Zero, which is about uh, a, a various array of superhero movies. And soon, something else. Is it gonna be... Oh yeah, that's right, because they're gonna be doing something else. Because the... <laughs> That's right. I was, I was like, I don't know if they said what it is, so I don't, I don't want to... I don't think they've announced it yet. I'll be... Yeah. But it is good. But we know... Wink! Uh, and I think that's it. That's everything, Sam. Except for there's one more thing. One more epic thing that we have to do, which is we have to bow our heads and say the Doctor Who prayer. Sam, can you lead us in the prayer? May your life flow like a river. May your days smell sweet as a rose. May your nights be calm and still as a pond. May you be as lucky as an ace, who we'll see again someday, in a game of blackjack, Harkness. who we'll see again someday. May Dan the nice man smile nicely upon you. May Clara make a clever souffle. God. May Peter Capaldi leave Bill the hell alone. <laughs> and may the doctor light your path through time. Excelsior! Excelsior! Dr. Bye. I always wanted to hear people say Dr. Bye. Say it again. Bye.